welcome to Sync NA's Tech Crack podcast series. On this podcast, you will hear fascinating insights from all different levels of the NI tech community. Find out more on our socials or on our website at syncni.com. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the latest news in our tech sector. Stuart, welcome to the Tech Crack podcast. Delighted to have you on here. Delighted to be on, John. Good to see you. Seeing yourself. So, Stuart, you're main things coming up GamerFest and Nexus by GamerFest. Can you tell us what these are for the people who, the unlucky people who don't know what they are? <laughs> yeah, no problem. Well, I'll start with uh, with GamerFest. So, you know, that is our, our flagship event. It's a, it's a gaming festival uh, for anyone with an interest in video games, basically. We established it in Galway in uh, 2017 um, and we've progressively grown it since then. So, at the moment, we run it twice a year in the RDS in Dublin in May and October. So, we're getting between 5,000 and 6,000 visitors now per event and that's growing all the time so that's going really well for us we work with um, a lot of the multinational publishers uh, to showcase the latest titles we work with Irish developers to show off their games uh, we work with a lot of consumer brands as well that want to engage with the uh, gaming community uh, you know so brands we worked with McDonald's, Air, uh, Cupra and uh, that's really good to see as well. So basically, if you have a passion for uh, video games, you can come to GamerFest. You can check out the latest titles. You can check out the latest VR gaming. We have uh, multiple live stages running esports and content creator appearances. Uh, so there's a lot to do. And uh, we're really pleased with the way it's been going. And off the back of that, then with Nexus, so Nexus is a new event for us um, on Wednesday, the 18th of October, which is the week of GamerFest. It's taking place in Dublin. Um, and really off the back of GamerFest, working with a lot of companies and professionals in the Irish gaming space, it became apparent that there was a gap in the market for a uh, B2B industry conference uh, for the games industry here in Ireland. A chance for you know companies and professionals to gather, to network, um, to talk about the latest trends and opportunities and challenges. We're a firm believer that the games industry is a huge opportunity for Ireland. It's absolutely massive and um, I think we're only scratching the surface of what's possible in terms of economic growth and job creation. For years to come so nexus is a good opportunity to shine a light on you know all the great things that are happening uh, within the irish game sector so the feedback to that has been really really positive we've got some great speakers lined up and we've got some great partners on board as well and we're only uh, two weeks out now so really looking forward to it fantastic yeah looking forward to going to gamerfest myself just can't wait to get down and see everything because i've just heard nothing but good reports from um some of the the content creators the gamers up in the north that went down um and that are going down the likes of uh emma rose mz um sure. i was talking i was talking to them they're saying that uh they're just like they're looking forward to going and i was kind of great this has got to be fantastic especially because it's so unique to over here that it's a solely gaming convention because normally you'd have like the likes of you have QCon, you have a lot of diff- different things up here, and it's a bit of a mix of everything because most people that are into games are into other similar stuff as well, like Comic-Con, all that kind of stuff. But this is fantastic. It's a, such a unique event, and it's been going on for six years, 
Seven years? Six years now. Yeah, yeah, six years. Very good. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're pleased where it's at. And uh, certainly in terms of the community we have, the energy at the event, it's it's fantastic to see. And uh, I think one of the biggest highlights was our first event since the pandemic, which was last October, mm-hmm. October 2022. And if you can imagine, I mean, all of these friendships and relationships that people have online playing games and, uh, you know, they hadn't seen each other for the guts of two years. So Gamer is an opportunity for people to get together in a real life event and you can imagine the excitement and energy off the back of the pandemic when all of these communities finally had the chance to uh, to get together again it was it was hugs on the floor of the event it was uh, borderline tears for a lot of them to see each <laughs> other again uh, so that's fantastic and you know without the community there there's there's very little to talk about so we're we're very lucky and um, it's it's growing all the time and you know there's lots to do with the event and you know, we have the cosplay community that like to get dressed mm-hmm. up as their favorite characters. They bring a huge amount of color to the event. Then we have the esports community. They like to, you know, play competitive games, get involved in tournaments, compete on the esports stage. Uh, and then you've got casual gamers that just want to check out the latest games. They want to play the latest games. Uh, they might want to buy some equipment or merch. Uh, and then we have a family audience as well. So it's a really diverse event. It's an inclusive event. And um, I think that all lends to a good atmosphere. Fantastic. Yeah, it all sounds great. Um, especially the fact that you've you've kind of captured everything with the family, the esports, the cosplay, the casual gaming. Like that's just that's everything in one in one place. And it's just great for anyone who wants to get down and see it. And you know what? The prices are very reasonable as well. Well, yeah, we try and keep the prices reasonable. So, I mean, once um, somebody buys a ticket for the event, that's it. You know, there's no charges for anything inside the event, uh, whatever the content might be. uh, Mm -hmm. It's all included. So it does make it accessible, uh, which is important. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, Stuart, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your background in the gaming industry? Like, What got you into this? What gave the idea of GamerFest as well? Uh, Well, my background would be uh, marketing and sponsorship management. So my last role was brand manager with Papa John's Pizza. So that was managing a lot of um, national advertising, digital marketing campaigns, sponsorships, etc. So while I was in that role, I was thoroughly enjoying it, but I was always on the lookout to do something myself in terms of a business. And I saw the growth of these gaming events internationally. Um, you know yourself how big they are in, in places like Southeast Asia, Europe, and Germany, Gamescom, etc. So. I felt there was an opportunity to do something similar um, in Ireland. So I ran the first one in November 2017 here in Galway, um, part-time. So I kind of created the the website, the GamerFest website, and started selling tickets. And then the ticket sales, I was able to reinvest into more marketing. Um, And for the first event, we had over a thousand people there. And the feedback was fantastic. Really enjoyed doing it, got a massive buzz from it. Um, So then probably within 12 to 18 months, um, I had gone full time. Um, into GamerFest then. We ran events in Galway, uh, Thoman Park in uh, Limerick, and then ultimately brought it to Dublin. Um, We had to navigate the pandemic, obviously, which was incredibly difficult um, Mm -hmm. as a live events company. Um, But we managed to do that. We stayed engaged with our audience um, throughout COVID uh, with online gaming and esports tournaments and things like that. In fact, we we grew our audience during the pandemic. So to lean on then uh, when events finally came back. But, you know, in terms of my my background in the industry, when I started GamerFest, you know, I did a lot of gaming in college and then career 
kids and everything else got in the way. So really, by the time I started GamerFest in 2017, I was completely out of the loop and I had to take a complete <laughs> crash course again uh, in all the games, which I didn't mind doing because I had an excuse to do it. Yeah. Uh, but, but very quickly got back up to speed, made some great relationships with sponsors and publishers, and that's that's steadily grown. Um, you know, when you're dealing with international publishers, Ireland is a small island, so, you know, you have to work extra hard to um, to get their attention and to, to show the benefits of them, you know, sponsoring an event like GamerFest, being present at an event um, in Ireland. But slowly but surely, we've achieved that. We've developed those relationships. Uh, we've proven that we're here to stay and that we run a good event. So um, all of those relationships relationships have, have flourished over the intervening years, which is fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's great to hear as well that the main man running GamerFest is a gamer as well. <laughs> <laughs> well I think the whole team are gamers. I think uh, you need to be a gamer to actually deal with the stress and the pressure of the event itself. So uh, it's yeah. definitely a passion project for everyone involved. Amazing. Um, tell me this, off off the cuff, what would be your favorite gaming series? Yeah, of all time, it was definitely uh, Colin McRae Rally back in the oh, day. And uh, I was absolutely uh, loving that game. I only wish there was actually online esports back in the day when I was younger. I'm convinced I would have been a global superstar. Amazing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love, I love motorsports generally. I love Formula One. So uh, sim racing driving games would always be my go-to. Very good. Very good. Um, so... We kind of touched on a bit there with, um, especially during COVID as well, um, with the gaming community in Ireland and experiencing somewhat of a renaissance and exciting prospects on the horizon. How do you envision Nexus and GamerFest as well contributing to this evolution? I think if we can, if we can just be a platform for the for the games industry, for the gaming community, um, everything we do is is a collaboration. So you know you won't achieve much in isolation. Has always been my my thinking. So you know on the gamer fest front, obviously that consumer show is growing. Um, it's it's great for the community here, and um, it's great to have those big companies showcasing games here in Ireland. So we're going to continue to do that, and then we also like to showcase Irish developers, Irish students studios that might have a game on the way and you know they could be five to ten person studios or they could be a two-person team but either way we feel that you know those um irish games that are coming through are just as important as the the big triple a titles as far as we're concerned so mm-hmm. what we have is we have um small developers coming to the event they get to showcase their game they get feedback from the audience at GamerFest, and uh, it's a real win-win so um in terms of GamerFest, very community oriented um with our new nexus um games conference really that's where it becomes a little bit more industry oriented and mm-hmm. we're very focused um, with Nexus to you know, support the industry that is still in its infancy here in Ireland in terms of game development. Um, but we want to be that platform where people can come together and we want to showcase the talent and the opportunities within the Irish games industry. Um, for Nexus in a couple of weeks time now, we have um, IDA Ireland with us. Uh, we have Minister Neil Richmond from the Department of uh, Trade joining us as well um, to show you know government support for the for the games industry in the south obviously in northern ireland there's incredible things happening as well uh with screen northern ireland um so you know nexus is very much an all island um conference and we're seeing more and more collaboration now between um stakeholders um in the south and the north and that's that's incredibly important as well so really with nexus 
we're there to facilitate. Um, I'm certainly not a game developer myself, but I want to hear what the opportunities and challenges are that they're facing. And, you know, I think there's a lot of education and awareness um, required in terms of the scale of the global industry, the global games industry, because... Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people in Ireland in, you know, decision making positions aren't necessarily aware of it. So, you know, we really have to shout as loudly as we can. And I think um, Nexus will be a good opportunity to do that. You know, if we talk about Gamescom, which happened in um, Germany in Cologne in, in August, there it's a huge event with 300,000 people. Um, and then within that, the business hall, you would see, you know, great big boots for each country that is trying to promote itself as a destination for game developers. So, you know, you saw France with a boot, the United Kingdom, um, you had, you know, Malaysia, Australia, um, but no Ireland, no Ireland boot. Okay. So these are the kind of things that we need to um, address if we're really going to um, to make headway in the space. We have the new digital games tax credit um, in the South, which is welcome. Obviously, in the UK, that's something that's been available for a while and it's worked really well. So that's a move in the right direction, but there's so much more to do. So if Nexus can play a small part in that and if we can grow the event as the industry grows and vice versa, then we'll be very happy. Yeah. Uh, can you talk a bit more about that tax, the uh, digital game tax? Like, what, way, what what way does it work for those people that don't like have maybe heard about it, but don't really know what it, what it is? Well, I think one of the main objectives of Nexus is actually to delve into that um, so people can understand exactly what it offers, how you apply for it, what's the value of it. So basically, it's a, it's a 32% um, credit, um, 32, 33% um, that can be offset against um, game development. So the, the feedback has been it's, it's very, very welcome by developers and studios um, there's also feedback that there are some some changes needed for example to claim the credit you will claim it when the game is complete and is released but as you know a lot of modern games now will continue to be developed even after mm-hmm. release um, there'll be an online game and that can t- could continue to be developed for two three four or five years you know yeah. depending on the game so the fact that that development um, those development costs um, are not included in the credit is is one area that we'd like to see um, amended but we'll have experts on that subject at Nexus talking about it they know more about it than I do um, but little things like that and it'll be an evolving process I'm sure with, with any of these credits there's always tweaks and improvements to be made and this is no different Absolutely yeah and you're right with um, with games especially even the likes of AAAs there's no game now that has there are very few I should say I can't be as blazing as that there's very few games these days that are day zero done and dusted ready to go it's normally day zero 99% day one 1% patch fixes it yeah Um, we're gone are the days of the I remember I think was it Call of Duty whenever it was like one of the first PlayStation 5s it ended up having a patch that was like 100 gig or something like yes, that. Yes, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully so that, that'll... These uh, kind of things, yeah. We, we need to be aware of these things and obviously going back further, if you had a Mega Drive, which was my first console, you had a cartridge to go with it and uh, and that was the end of it. So, uh, yeah. you know, the, the industry moves there. pretty fast. Huh? Yeah, You're exactly. talking my language there. <laughs> you know, one of the uh, interesting, one of the most popular areas in GamerFest is the Retro Zone. So that's where we have 
Mega Drive, Super Nintendo, Atari, and uh, oftentimes you'll see the parents kind of gravitate over to that area. <laughs> but they uh, they bring the teenagers or the kids with them, and uh, suddenly the teenagers and kids are playing the retro games because mm-hmm. a good game is a good game, you know, as that's far it. as anyone's concerned. Once you start playing it, so uh, that's always good to see. Yeah. Oh, I'll 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 be making a beeline for it as soon as that doors open. I'll be beeline to the retro, and I'll be just taking up an area. I'll just be that's me. <laughs> Uh, we'll put your name on it you'll be good to go yeah that'll that'll do perfectly we've talked a bit about GamerFest the retro zone the cosplay is there any exciting announcements um, or special guests we can expect yeah so we're there's obviously so many channels now to be across to engage with the the gaming community so we're across um, Instagram is very important Um, you know Twitch um, we're on Twitter as well a little bit of Facebook for the family audience as well for for the parents Um, but yeah we've lots of announcements going out Um, we have an exciting announcement probably coming out next week we have Xbox attending GamerFest for the first time um, in a couple of weeks so that's um, that's a big milestone for us and um, again that's not something that happened overnight you know there's been a lot of communication there over a prolonged period of time Um, and as you can imagine getting a company like Xbox involved they need to make sure that everything is in order and that you have a good mm-hmm. track record and you're a you're a credible event so um we've had a lot of work going into that um the team at xbox in the uk have been fantastic and uh they're really excited about coming to dublin and um we, we can't wait to see them there so that's a big one for us um so we're looking forward to that we have uh 2k games with us as well so they're going to have a stand um sonic superstars um will be there with sega as well um we'll have the new EAFC 24 um, playable and we're going to have a uh, sim racing zone as well um, in good. conjunction yeah. with Curry so that's where you'll find me John on I was just about to say that <laughs> very good that all sounds so exciting especially like the likes of like big names like EAFC Xbox Sega like these aren't these aren't like kitty games here these are big big names these are big playmakers like yeah, it's 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 really pleasing. It is, and um, it it adds uh, another level to the event. I think even if you if you strip back the big games and and the big content, um, I think the community side of the event still sustains a lot of it. Um, I think that is the the heart of it. But for sure, you know, you you like to have those latest games, the big brands there. It really is the um, the icing on the cake for us. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So, being in that atmosphere of Nexus, of GamerFest, what advice would you have for aspiring gamers or individuals looking to get involved into gaming events and gaming in general, like GamerFest, like um, the likes of Nexus? Yeah, I think probably the most important thing to talk about is is gaming generally. So, you know, gaming events are a very small part of that. And, um, you know, recently at GamerFest events, we've started to talk a lot more about career development opportunities for young people in gaming and you know traditionally the view would be that you need to have a developer role or a designer role if you want to get into the games industry but it's absolutely not the case it's no different than any industry there's a whole range of functions there from marketing administration finance hr so we're, we're trying to um, communicate that we we run panels on one of our stages at GamerFest around career opportunities in gaming um so that's really important so i think the opportunities are there um just if we can 
make people more aware of them, particularly young people. Um, and obviously then within the events itself, you know, we're always happy to to work with people who might want to um, to get involved. Um, we have a pretty thriving uh, volunteer scene as well um, for each event and then occasionally we would um, take on those volunteers for, for additional work in, in more of a kind of a staff role. Um, so that happens all the time. So, I mean, if anyone is interested in learning more about the event side of things or would be interested in in helping out, we're, we're always open to that. Um, they should they should get in touch. But most importantly, I think, is trying to make people aware of the, the vast opportunities um, within gaming um, and the opportunities that are there um, for people. So, yeah, both really important. Fantastic. So again, we we also talked about a dedicated area for esports. So with that rise of esports, especially in Ireland, the amount of content creators and um, professional gamers and everything coming out of here, how does GamerFest engage with the competitive gaming community? Well, it's something we've done since our first event, probably initially very casually. So that probably would have focused around um, FIFA um, in the very beginning. So casual tournaments where you could uh, turn up and participate in a tournament. But that has steadily grown since then um, into a full-blown esports production. And, you know, one of the most amazing things was last October, off the back of the uh, the pandemic, we had our uh, live esports stage. And, um, you know, we've seating for about 300 people in front of the stage. We were running Valorant. Um, it was probably packed for standing as well um, in the area. And that was the first time that not only were people watching esports at the event out of curiosity, but it was the first time that they were fully engaged and they knew exactly what was happening. They knew the relevance of a particular move in the game. They knew who the teams were. Uh, we had the loud music rocking. Um, the crowd was cheering, you know, just like a traditional sports event. So that was that was a real sea change for me. And um, it probably points to the growth of esports in particular during the pandemic, because, as you know, when traditional sports were shelved, and there was very little um, sporting content to be shown by um, broadcasters. Suddenly you were seeing, you know, Lando Norris sim racing, you were seeing FIFA tournaments on Sky Sports News, Mm -hmm. and it really captured the imagination and the engagement with esports during the pandemic absolutely uh, went through the roof. So that was fantastic to see in October and that's that's carried on since. So what we do generally is we will pick a game or a number of games for each event. So it could be, um, you know, Valorant, it could be Rainbow Six Siege, um, it could be FIFA, uh, Rocket League. And oftentimes we will work with the publisher to run an official tournament um, on their behalf. So we will run a qualifier online ahead of GamerFest uh, where people can compete and uh, enter their teams. And ultimately, then we will take the two finalists from that online qualifier. They will come through to the grand final um, on the esports live stage uh, at GamerFest and get to compete in front of a live audience, which is huge. We love seeing it. Yeah. They love doing it. Um, and, you know, we've had some players then picked up by big esports organizations off the back of it. Uh, some teams have been picked up by esports organizations. So it's a great way to shine a light on the esports talent in Ireland because there's lots mm-hmm. of it there. And um, it's, it's really, really really good content for the event as well we love doing it um, and I think it's it's a space that's going to continue to grow and again hopefully we can we can grow with it amazing yeah um, I look forward to seeing that and yeah looking forward to seeing what kind of games will be will be there on the uh, esports front so the live esports stage will feature uh, Rocket League EAFC 
um, we have Valorant and we have the brand new CS2 so we're looking forward to seeing that and then just adjacent to the live stage we'll have a small casual tournament zone um, featuring CS2 and featuring EAFC so there should be um, a good buzz around there we've taken on a new dedicated hall in the RDS um, specifically for the esports stage so we've increased the, the floor space by about 50% now for this event so it's our biggest one yet and um, it just means that we can really crank up the production the atmosphere the noise the lighting uh, mm-hmm. within the esports hall because previously we had the esports stage in the main hall which also worked really well but you had to kind of watch the the sound um, because you didn't want to drown out the rest of the event so there was a little bit of a balance so we don't have those constraints this month and uh, we'll, we'll be going for it in the uh, in the esports hall fantastic as you said over covid um i really jumped on to nhl yeah um, because by pure chance uh well not by pure chance in every nhl game the likes of um, you'll have like belfast giants or cardiff devils so two local teams in the eihl yeah um and whenever they go if they go into europe or whichever teams go into europe they end up going into the nhl game so i actually was sitting playing belfast giants online and it was just great and it just felt so nice playing with my local team on such a big game like nhl and i think that is a, a big thing for people with esports where they build their own team especially in the likes of football and all that kind of stuff where you build your own team you make you, you make the effort yeah that's fantastic now i remember played nhl probably in the 90s on yeah. mega drive i'd say and um i remember it well because sometimes a, a fight could kick off on the ice oh yeah have to change from actually playing the game to our actual fighting game so it was uh it was hilarious but yeah it's, it's still a huge game and uh yeah i didn't know the mets were in itself that's pretty cool yeah so it's very very cool now um so one of the last questions is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about GamerFest um and the gaming community in general i think it's it's really just um an invitation to the events really uh for anyone that thinks they would be interested so you know whether you're a, a casual gamer or an esports gamer um that would like to to come to GamerFest and and check out what it's all about we'd love to see you there and equally with our new nexus games industry conference you know we're engaged with a lot of companies in northern ireland many of whom are traveling down which is fantastic and really that event is there to um you know provide insight and information into the games industry so you don't necessarily have to be a game developer or a studio you might be an investor you might be a service provider you could be in financial services legal services and you know you're curious as to the growth and the potential of the games industry in ireland and you think it could be a good fit for you in the future so we'd uh, we'd welcome everyone to attend and um we hope it's going to grow significantly over the coming years so it's definitely an invite um, to everybody in Northern Ireland to come and join us. Fantastic, that's great. Sure, thanks so much. Um, I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast and um, I'll be seeing you at GamerFest. Yeah, for sure. Looking forward to it. I'll uh, see you in the retro zone. Great, yeah, definitely. Lovely, John. Thanks a million. No bother at all. Cheers.